Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Today's show is pre-recorded.
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. Got to turn them out. Steve Harvey turn them out in the morning, y'all. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, you're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. A one and only, it is Steve Harvey. Yeah, got a radio show. Okay. This is uh, timely for everybody, I'm sure. Um, I want to offer you all uh, some encouragement. Because everybody needed. Let me tell you something. Uh, you strike out on your goals. You strike out on your aspirations. And so you strike out as it happens to all of us. Here it comes. Life. Life just hits one of them bad notes. As it always does. As it always does for all of us. For everybody. Now, when those bad notes happen, when the haters come out of nowhere, when the setback comes up, when the when the out of nowhere appears, when the I didn't see that coming comes, here is here's what you have to do. Here is the thing that I have been teaching myself for years that I used to not always understand, so I'm trying to give it to you. You have to be encouraged anyway. Now, that's difficult. Okay, Steve, what you talking about? You just told me all this discouraging stuff that can happen, and you said you got to be encouraged anyway. Yeah, man, you have to. Because what's happening to you right now, the thing that you're going through right now, the thing that everybody's going through right now. Ain't nobody on smooth sailing, man. Everybody got something. And if they if they on smooth sailing, just know this is coming. There's nothing I'm wishing on anybody. It's just that this is life. This is how it happens, everybody. So please stop, stop getting on the old oh, woe is me bandwagon. Oh, Lord, why me? Oh, Lord, something always happened to me. Something always happens to everybody. But here's what you got to do when you get in moments like this. You got to be encouraged. You got to remember in those times, in those times when it's going wrong, you got to remember all that you've been through. You got to remember all that you've come through. You have to remember those other times when you felt like this and somehow, unexplainably, you don't even really stop to say nothing about it. It just changed for you. And the problem that was is no more. And the situation that seemed so insurmountable, you got over it. You got around it. You got over it. Sometimes you just got to slide right under it. Sometimes you got to plow through it. But in those times when it's discouraging for you, when you feel like giving up, those are the tests. Those are the moments that will determine whether we make it or not. I'll tell you one thing for sure. 
If you give up in these moments right here, here is a for show sure, you'll never make it. That, 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 that's, that's, that's unquestionably the deal. If you give up in these dark times, if you give up in these what you think is insurmountable moments, if you turn back now, here is the 1,000% for sure, you ain't going to make it. But there is a bright side to this situation. If you keep your head down, if you keep forging, if you keep pressing on, sometimes if you just stand there and sometimes get knocked to your knees, but if you stay in that place, if you just stay there and ride the storm out, my head is bloodied but unbowed. If you can just stay there, if you can sit in that moment, and ride it out, you will win. You will pass the test, and you will get to move on to the next level. But there is no next level without a test. You can't get to grade six without passing grade five. You can't be a senior without first being a junior. You can't graduate without fulfilling the hours and requirements. You see, I don't care what you do in life. Look at it. It's all set up on levels where you've got to accomplish the thing before in order to get to the next level. And when you've made those level accomplishments, you get to graduate. Now, you can go on and get a master's and a Ph.D. You can go on and become rich. You can go become wealthy or you can go or you can go somewhere and think yourself in another set of circumstances. But you got to go through something to get to something. There ain't nothing free. So you can stop that notion about being successful. That is easy. Come on, man. If it was easy, what 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 we on what we talking about? It is not easy. Stop thinking it is. It is difficult. But I'll tell you what's even more difficult than becoming successful. You want to know what that is? Try not being successful your whole life. That's hard. You are listening to a person who has done them both. Been successful and really, really been not successful. And I got news for you, both of them hard. But I would rather deal with what it is to be something, to make something out of myself, to force myself to go to work when I don't feel like it. This morning was a rough get up for me. But I got up and I said, thank you anyway. Never give up. I don't watch this dude till he done messed around and got close to me because he just never gave up. You can, you can never, ever give up. Never. It's not an option. Giving up cannot be an option for you. You cannot do that. You, it's, it's out of the question. It's inconceivable in your mind to quit because to quit is to what? What you get when you quit? Nothing. There is a reward for those who hang in there, who never give up, who forge through, who see it through, who get knocked down and get back up, who gets trampled but somehow gathers themselves and get back to your knees. But stay in that place, man. Don't ever give up. Don't let go. Be encouraged. Think of all you've been through. Think of all you come through. Think of all he's done for you. Think of all the times you thought you wasn't going to make it, but somehow, without you ever even saying thank you, he got through. He got you through it anyway. That's that thing called grace now. We kind of need that in our life. 
all I, all I need is a little more grace. You can't give God no money for grace, man. Grace is absolutely free. It's available to everybody. But you can't get none if you quit. Don't give up. I'll just tell you that flat out. Don't ever give up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the start of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is a show of gratitude, attitude, and altitude. We are in the uplifting, motivational, inspirational, entertainment business. Nobody... And I mean nobody does it the way we do. Doggone it, we is it. Uh. Feel me? If you didn't feel me right there, whatever. Steve on the radio, he talk like he ain't got good sense. I don't. (laughs) I don't want good sense. Good sense would have me at a job somewhere, and they'd be paying me a good sense check. I'm ignorant because I have found a way to trick them out of ignorant checks. That's why I am the way I am and will continue to be the way I am. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, if you want subtle and intellectual intelligence, ladies and gentlemen, please meet Shirley Strawberry, Carla Farrell, a woman on our show who has multiple degrees, Mississippi Monica. That's the side of the show you need to talk to. Now, if you're looking for yeah. the dumb, Come on. the ignorant, yeah. Yeah. the stupid, yes, sir. crazy, yes, sir. off balance and off base, junior kill space, legend nephew Tommy, and yours truly. Now, Junior, uh, what's on your mind today? Okay, there, Unc, since we doing ignorant, Unc, just tell me, Unc, if Aunt Marjorie call you, and you don't answer that phone. When you call back, what's the excuses you got to have? To that oh, I don't, that I don't have excuses. Mm-hmm. I don't have excuses, Julie. Okay. I didn't have my phone with me. <laughs> I was on the set Life. or on a Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. rang before and I've ignored it. <laughs> but when I call back, yeah. that's not yeah. what I'm going to say. Yeah. I was on the set. I was on a Zoom call. Uh-huh. I keep my ringer off so it doesn't disturb taping. I have everything. 
Ellie had my phone. Megan got my phone. This lies Any all other people Come got on, my phone. Yeah. What I'm not finna do is tell you, I didn't feel like talking to you. <laughs> so I just let it ring and go to voicemail. You, you know say. I don't have no voicemail. I'm not finna yeah. say that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, no, 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 no. <laughs> See, once that. again, a prime example you of why you that. should not tell the truth. I have yeah. said it a million times. <laughs> yeah, about but honesty. I can give you time. All this honesty, honesty is the best policy. It? I don't know who came up with that ignorant ass saying. That was somebody who got lied to and didn't like the lie. Honesty is the best policy. Uh, yeah. What? <laughs> I love it. You ever watch 48 Hours and they finally convince them to tell it? Hey, man, get it off your chest. Yeah, I did it. And then everybody yeah. in the other rooms, like, yeah, he did it, he Got did it. it. Your ass finna go to prison, dog. You, that, that I don't know what y'all talking about, you should stay right there. But, oh, no. Now come you, I did it. Get it off your conscience. I ain't gotta get nothing off mine. We're talking about All right. <laughs> We're moving on. This show is starting off with a bang. I love it. Coming yeah. up in 32 minutes. After the hour, we'll hear from the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time to run that prank back with the nephew. What you got, Neff? Uh, I got ignorance, craziness, everything that Uncle Steve said that we had on this show at the beginning. And this <laughs> and right here is uh, your doors. Cat, dog, if you would. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Mr. Paul, please. Call Virginia Senior. Probably Senior. Okay, this is me. How you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. Listen, my name is Mark I'm actually calling from a uh, company called Doors. Are you at the court? Yes, correct. You guys just built that home, right? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm I, like I said. My name is Mark Stevens. I'm actually calling from uh, Doors. We're actually the company that uh, supplied the doors that are actually uh, throughout your house. Okay, great. Uh, what are you calling for? Follow up? Uh, no, this isn't a follow up. Actually, we've uh, got a couple glitches. We want to try and get get straightened out if we could. Uh, well, here's here's the problem, sir. The problem we're having is that the contractor that actually uh, built you all's home, yes, uh, has not. Paid for the doors. You guys have been there two and a half months, and uh, we we can't seem to get the uh, contractor to come in and pay for the doors. Okay, uh, so you tried to call him. We've tried to call him several times, and, okay. and we have not been able to what get. What number uh, do you have on him? Because if you don't have a good number, I can give you a number. Because I, I really don't have anything to do with that. In fact, how'd you get my number? Well, actually, we had your number on file as as the homeowner, and, and that's pretty much how we had you. But the problem we're facing here, sir, is we've tried to get this guy for the last couple months, and we can't get him. So, actually, what's what's going to happen here in the next day or so is we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors. Hold on, wait a second. Do what? We're, we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors in your house, take them off, and bring them back here to the plant until who, we get. Who's going to come get all my doors? We we're going to have to get those doors until either we get a contractor. Or, you know, we get paid for the doors. Now, what could happen is you could pay for the doors. No, 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 I already paid for the doors. That's, that's, that's past tense. I've done that. Paid. You're saying paying. That means I got to double back. Well, sir, we haven't been paid, sir, for the doors as well. No, no, no. The contractor was paid for the doors. So that's who pays you. Okay. And, and what I'm trying to explain to you, sir, we haven't been paid at all here at Doors. Now, when oh, we get paid, oh, oh, okay. Well, at Doors. 
they should have received a check for my contract. Okay. And, and what I'm explaining to you, sir, is that that hasn't been done. I told her, since you have not been paid, you're going to come back and get my doors out. You said we. Now, who's all this? You and who are me? Well, sir, like, like, here's the problem here. Like no, I no, no, there ain't no problem. We're going we're gonna to resolve this very peacefully. But who, who is we? Okay, so what's taking place here at my job is they've taken this money out of my check that hasn't been paid for the doors. Oh, yes. I can understand that, but why would they take it out of your check? You did the man hours. You did, you've done your work. Why don't I understand that, sir, but since the company hasn't been paid, the company is taking it out on me, and it's not going to come down on me. So either I'm going to get the doors. Well, you need to quit your job because they, they need to give you a, uh, not just give you a bonus, but give you some hourly work because bottom line is you're talking about coming to get my doors. No, that's not going to happen. Either we resolve this peacefully as if you pay for it, or I come out and get the doors. And I'm not going to sit here and go back and well, forth. You need to go ahead and come get these doors. Gas up. And come get these doors, because you're not going to come and get I'm not going to send you no money. Okay. Sir, then, then then what we need to do is get a scheduled time where I can come out and get all the oh, doors. So I'm on your up. time. I'm sorry? I'm on your time now. So you got you must be paying me now since I'm on your time. What are you talking about? Because uh, well, you're talking about you're going to set up a time with me. That means I have to leave and do what I do to be meet you here to get something that don't belong to you, which is my door. Sir, you don't have to be there at all. Because I'm oh, going to no, come here. in and take the front door off, and I'm going to keep keep moving through the house and get all the doors and get them back here to the plant. I don't think you hear yourself. Now, first and foremost, how you when you come to the front door, I'm going to be there waiting on you as you as – you, Take it off the latch. I'm going to be on your behind making sure you realize you're going to have to take this door or take this. And I'm, think, I'm pretty sure that will be coming to you when you get that first door. Sir, I can't keep going back and forth with you. Let me say this to you. I'm coming to get them doors, even if I got to take a because I got to get my money back from the company that they didn't took for me because your damn contractor did not pay for the damn doors. Hey, you better hey, bring your, your tone down when you talk to me. You talk to a girl. Man, I, I'm going I'm to put this on you. I'm not going to allow you to come to my house and take these damn doors, and you ain't coming to get no money. Bottom I'm coming line. to get them doors, and I'm coming to get them today. I need every come on door. Now. What time you coming? Because I want to be prepared when you come mess with these doors. Because I, I, I make sure, please, what, what time you coming? Don't, don't worry about when I'm coming. You'll know when I'm there when I take the first door off the hinge. Every door, we going to meet at that door. I'm going to that and tell you what, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you a dollar Whooping. Now take that check. You can make ten seventy five. Whooping or not, I'm gonna take that whooping if that's what it takes. But I gotta take these doors so I can get my I money what back. I need man. You to do. Next time, get your damn money. Stop. Get a job that pays you better for this whooping. You gonna get in fed well. I'm not, no, sir. I'm not gonna keep going back and forth with you about you whooping my. You ain't gotta go back and forth. That is the end. Bring your over here. Take that whooping and take it all home. I'm with you. But I'm bringing them doors yeah. too. Every door yeah. in that you should have been told a contract. You should have been called a contract. But y'all stealing doors from, door, from, from my damn company. Well, now I'm telling you what you need to be calling them. He got your I'm money. I'm coming to get every door you got in that Bring house. Bring me that number. i tell you what. You know what I'll do? i just wait yeah. till you go to work. Bring right me the number right week, now. I'll just come in there and get them doors while Bring your ass is gone. You, Junior. Oh, wait, wait a second. Now, I just told you you ain't coming to get no doors. I just got you telling you this. Junior, get it from your mama. I'm coming now. to get them doors, and you know what else I'm coming to do? What? I'm coming to tell you who I am. You Do you know who I am? Yeah, more so I know who you are, so you walk your up here, I make sure I introduce myself. You want to come get a door, well, I come get these doors there, if you're that bad. That ain't, that ain't really who I am. Well, who are you?
I am Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone call by your wife, Faye. Faye! That's right. That's right. She was the damn number. Oh, you gonna get it when I get downstairs. <laughs> oh, brother, you got me. You know, I'm a, I'm a typical Negro. I got one of the red doors. You know when you get the red doors, you're doing something. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. Paul, what is? What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, Steve Harvey <laughs> Show. And Cousin Tommy. I was over here just praying, man. Faye, don't bring that number in there. <laughs> but all I heard was all this moving, so I'm thinking they're they looking for it, but they down there probably on the floor getting it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you, Neff. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, singer Monica has clapped back at a very racist reporter. Uh, Singer Neo remarried his wife in Vegas, and the Kardashians have asked a judge to throw Black China's case out. All right? We'll get into that, but right now... It is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building, ready for your love questions. Farah in Ro- Roanoke says, My husband is not really a drinker, but last night he came home drunk. He said he lost his phone and can't remember where he'd been. I found his phone on the back seat, and he doesn't know how it got there. Is he playing me for a fool? Mm. No. No, he's not playing you for a fool. The man said he got drunk. He don't really drink, and he don't know where his phone is. Now, if he knew where his phone is, if he knew where his phone was, do you think he would have allowed you to find it on the Hell back no. seat? No. Hell no, he didn't know where that phone was. Oh, he tried to find it, and he couldn't. You found it on the back seat. And he, he looked how all got night back there. Oh, you best he to believe all that. All night for that dog. He that is the, so much drink. the truth. He don't know where that is. He don't know where that phone is. <laughs> and he was drunk. And looking. Yeah. yeah. And he was looking for that phone. <laughs> and when you found it on the back seat, the shock mm-hmm. that went through him was uh, it, it, you can't explain. God dog. But now, you know, there was no information on the phone that you found anything like that. It wasn't nothing in the car. And so, you know, you know all that all. Oh, yeah, you know, so you looking for stuff in the back seat like he been back there with somebody. That ain't what the man said. Let's go. Next question. He told me. All right. Him. Kennedy in Tucson says, um, I'm in my mid-20s and uh, pregnant with a married man's baby. I met his wife and told her about the baby. I have been blocked in both of their phones, and I don't know how to reach them. How can they shut me out while I'm pregnant? What? 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 Little girl. You say you can't. How can they block you out while you're pregnant? Because that's what they're doing. He done told her. You bet not. She done told this man, you better not ever call her again. She gonna call me, talking to me. Like, I, I don't know what you thought that was gonna accomplish, but you know, you all you can do right now at this point is prove it with a paternity test, and then get some child support. This is not finna be a happy relationship you in. Yeah, and move on yeah. with your yeah. life. This it. is not. This, you could. This is a mistake that has to be. Now, now this is where you got. You make your bed. You gotta lay in it. You hear that one right there. You know, you yep. can go and pull the covers off, cause yeah, yeah. yeah. You and this one, yeah. nice little girl. Take Sorry. care of the baby, not Sorry. the baby's fault. 
Right. Yeah. All right, Steve. Uh, CLO moving on to Thora in Atlantic City. Thora says, I have a network of friends and two of them are dating the same man. He tried to have sex with me, too. And he bragged about being with both of them. I told him I was going to snitch and he said they'd never believe me. Should I tell them? You ain't in this. Damn. Well, uh-uh, uh-uh. Well, Please, Steve. Come on now, CLO. She is in this one a little bit because... Yeah. He's trying to sleep with her, which would be the third friend, and he's bragging about it. And she said he'll tell, she'll tell, and he said they won't believe you. Well, I can promise you they finna find out. We finna find out if they gonna believe it or not. Tell. Yeah. He can't be that fine. Exactly. Well, yeah, they never know. Mm-mm. Said the sexiest what, man on this show. Uh-huh. Come on, come on, come on, sexy. You never know. Now. Don't count yeah. sexy out now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sometimes, sometimes that sexy is all in your head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah t- if they're your friends, tell them. All right. Um, but see, on. his problem, his stupidity is he threatened her with it. Go ahead. Yeah. They ain't gonna believe you. Well, see right there, you can't challenge a woman, dog. Right. So I would accept the challenge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Snitch. Snitch. All right, moving on to, this is our last one, Steve. Shakira in Dayton. Shakira says, my boyfriend has the flu, and I called to see if he needed anything. His mom made him some soup, and she spent the night with him. When he's sick, he pushes me away for his mom's TLC. We've been dating four years. Should I let his mom have him? Well, you know. mad. He pushes you away for his mom's TLC. That's kind of a habit. He ain't never broke. Uh, If he's pushing you away for other things, it's where your concern should be. If date night is his mama often instead of you, that's a problem. If he has uh, problems and his mother is the solution instead of you, uh, if he talks on the phone more to his mother than he does to you, if he spends more time over there than with you, then you have a full-blown mama's boy. Mm. Now, 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 you say when he gets sick, he pushes you away. How often yeah. do his ass get sick? <laughs> I think that's, you that probably don't need question. to get pushed away. You might need to run. Because yeah, you up in here just trying to be taking care of this fool. Because he gets sick all the damn time. <laughs> Unlike we have that on our show. Yeah. But it's not often. And it's handled with a measure of courage that I've never seen in a person before. And I'm talking about you, young Junior. And I must take my hat off to you as a fellow man. That the way you handle yours is just, boy, you something special. You an example of what manhood and courage is. And for those who suffer with sickle cell, you should. Junior's cause is an admirable one and I've never seen anybody handle it more strongly and come back greater than he did when he went in. So hats off to young Junior for the way he handles his crises and everything that goes with it in life is unimaginable what that's like. I personally don't know how he do it. Well let's ask Junior Steve. Junior would you push someone away for your mom's TLC if you got sick? Girl I get sick. Have y'all heard my mama coming down here? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. And we know your mama. Yeah. Uh-huh. My mama, my mama in the hospital. When you, when live, call when you get out. She do the same thing Steve do. <laughs> well, like me when you get out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I be shocked at Steve. Are you up for real? Yeah, well, your mama do it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the one uh, for no, TLC. Not, no, you're not. You you're not. The only one I would do that for, you'd have to be one of my children mm-hmm, yeah. or my wife. And then and then we're all going to have to hire somebody. <laughs> yeah. But you will day. make a call. You will send oh, flowers. You will do that. Oh, I'm going to do all that. I'm gonna, you know, yeah. if you need something, I'm going to get it uh, for you. Yeah. It, just, it just ain't finna be me, though. Yeah, yeah you're not walking up in the hospital. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you could either you could either you could either, you know, be down about it or go on with your life. That's how I approach it. Cause you know, you can't sit up here and make no apologies for it. You just gotta realize that, hey man, I almost died. I better get to living. Cause I don't know how much mm-hmm. of this time yeah. I got left. Amen. Yeah. So <laughs> basically what I'm saying to the letter that the lady that was Shakira Dayton. What I'm just saying to her, unless his ass got sick of saying, you probably need to <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, thank you, CLO. We'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. All right, so this year's Country Music Awards aired on April 11th, and after the show, right-wing reporter Patrick Howley, who no one knows, posted a Twitter video, and he had a lot to say about how there were too many Black people at this year's Country Music Awards. Howley stated that he didn't know who the black guy was that was hosting the show. Well, the black guy hosting the show, Mr. Howley, whoever you are, is actor Anthony Mackie. Thank you very much. Uh, Here's Patrick Howley's racist recap of the CMAs. Take a listen. 
This uh, award show was really kind of a train wreck. There was uh, a chick who was uh, co-hosting it, and they said that she tested positive for the Rona. So let's uh, take a, a look. Last night. I know all of you were I don't know who this black guy is who's hosting it. This is supposed to be country music. No offense. I mean, y'all have hip-hop and basketball. You know what I mean? It's like, just fly with your flock, bro. I'm not against you, but you're up here being like, the melanated people invented country music. At the CMT, we was making country music in Wakanda before Johnny Cash and Merle Haggard done stole the black man's country music. It's like, all right, bro. It's so angry. There were so many black people there, sorry to say, but like so many black celebrities who have nothing to do with country music. And it's like, why? No disrespect to... Uh, to the, the funky brothers of, of, of music. I love Earth, Wind, and Fire, Run DMC, etc. But, I mean, like, country music's different. Country music's different. It's not Wakanda. Whoa. Whoa. You went in, huh? Whoa. I mean... <laughs> everybody's riled up and make us take down. this music. I mean, I mean... <laughs> yeah, breathe. Everybody breathe. <laughs> Wakanda? Steve, we're waiting. You know, I just look at people like that, man. See, now, when you want to suspend somebody, here's an example of how it should be done. Because why why spread racism and separatism and hatred when it ain't even yeah. necessary? It's an award show, butthole. That's what it is, butthole. But now, you so racist, you can't help it. No offense. No, that's exactly, exactly how you what mean. it is. Very I hate offensive. when they say that, too, when they say no offense. No you have hip hop. You always talking about what is too many black people in. It's mm -hmm. hold on. It's too many white people in hip hop. You ever go to a hip hop concert? It's too many white people in hip hop. Whose music was that? We ain't got no problem with that. It's too many white coaches in the NFL. That's part of a product that's seventy five percent black. We don't get we don't get no conditions for that. You always talking about there's too many black yeah, black people somewhere. You know what I mean? It's too many racist-ass white people on the radio, but y'all keep standing over there. You have too many white people in the conservative Republican Party, but you over there, ain't you? It's a whole lot of places where you got too many white people. You got too many white people that's in the fabric business when clearly it was created by black people. But ain't nobody said nothing to you about that. We had too many white slave owners. We had too many white slave ships. We had too many cotton fields. We had too many tobacco fields. We have too many prisons that's populated with black people that's owned by white people. We have a whole lot of stuff that's too many of y'all in it. Hello. Mm -hmm. So now you want to take country music because you mad about that. You racist, yeah. bigoted, yeah. hypocritical, uh, yeah. hillbilly, hateful ass, hate monger. And then you're going to tap yeah. it off with no offense. Well, damn it, it is offensive. And people like you are offensive. And see, that's why we can't move past racism. Because every time I'm having a cool-ass day, here one of y'all come <laughs> with some funky-ass statement you want to make about us. You didn't like the black person at the uh, CMA. What boy? Man, well, whatever. You know Don't nobody know your monkey ass either. But we talking about you, though, ain't we? Right.
Well, singer Monica was there. Uh, She performed alongside Jimmy Allen and Little Big Town, and she clapped back at this whoever he is, Patrick Howley person, this week on a post on her Instagram account. Monica said, I've never been more motivated. Patrick Howley, although your feelings are likely shared by some, it's not by the masses. I have an all-star legendary team of true country artists that are currently working with me that would beg to differ. This was the first of many times that you will see me. I see you caught that my skin is melanated, but you missed that it was tough. Uh, I'm rooted in the word and built to last. See you soon, or should I say welcome to Wakanda? <laughs> Thank you, Monica. <laughs> back back and, then that yeah. all, and then that racist mess with Wakanda. See, that would kill me, man. When you get yeah. white people, man, who just who just all of a day, it's okay for them to say whatever they want to say. Then when you get backlash from black people, now it's, oh, my God, you're overreacting. You're well, so angry. You know what, man? So it's angry. amazing because yeah. you piss us off. Yeah. <laughs> See, this anger ain't just coming out of nowhere. This is years of being pissed off. Yeah. And, and like I said, you know, <laughs> hey, look, we just going along. We just doing our day. Now, here you come. We was yeah. in here laughing a minute ago on this show. Then we get yeah, a report about it. And then, and then here you are. Your words are said on our show. Yo, man, we just sick of you and everybody like you, if you really want to yeah. be honest about yeah. it. We are yeah. sick of you with your racist ass. We are sick of you. Oof. And you're going to keep running up in us one day, man, where you got the right one that's really sick that day, and that reaction going to be severe. But you, but now you're gonna think it's an overreaction. No, when it's just a build-up, brother. It's just yeah. a build-up. No, you just man. caught me on that day the too. Show for having inclusion. Man, for so damn what? You mad at yeah. the award show come. for that? Or it's inclusion? about time. Let's get up to black people. I mean, seriously. Get back to whooping people's <laughs> ass. Let's get back to it. <laughs> that's that's your solution, Tommy. Yes, let's get back to it. We don't do that no more. All right. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, it is wedding season. We know that. And at Steve Harvey FM, a a listener um, has a question for us. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jamira is a listener who's on V101.5 in Jacksonville, okay? Um, It's one thing to RSVP to an invitation, but to pick your food order when you RSVP is stressful. Jamira says, I was invited to a wedding and was asked to RSVP and select my food option. The wedding is not till August. How do I know what I'm going to be in the mood to eat in August? How? What if I choose chicken, but the salmon looks better when I see it on somebody else's plate? Does this seem crazy to you guys? What do you think? Is Jamiria right? Yeah. Well, I'm just going (laughs) to tell you right now, Jamiria. If you order that chicken at these black people's weddings, you're going to get some damn chicken. Uh-huh. Now, quit looking over here at everybody else's plate for the salmon and stuff. You, you're not getting the salmon because you're going to throw this whole wedding out of whack. <laughs> these these, these ignorant amount. people that ain't ever throwed a wedding before and asked you your food order, six months before the order is made. Yeah. They're cooking that chicken this weekend. But if you come to the reception, that. though, we need to know what you're going to order so we can get the right amount ordered. Because they're not ordering one plate too many at this wedding. But that it's far in advance? Yeah, they got to know what this finna cost. Because <laughs> somebody going to be counting them on be okay, we got 65 chickens. Yes. And we got 32 salmon steaks. 
we got to get more of these salmon people over to this chicken side so we can get this discount. And then you go, you may get a, you may get a text back three months for the wedding that says, yeah. "We are all out of salmon at this point. <laughs> Will chicken do for you?" That's when you know this was a cost measure. <laughs> See, if you'd have got eighty people had got the chicken, we gonna get the chicken discount. Mm-hmm. I be damn all this salmon order. Just stop doing that. Just serve chicken. Everybody eat chicken except Marvin Horton. Who is that? Order the dinner. My best friend, he don't eat chicken. He's never, he called it the dirty bird. He don't eat nothing. Yeah, well, he got a medical condition now, so. Because he don't eat too much damn red meat. He's big ass and got in shape now, though, so. It's okay. He don't like chicken. So that's it. Marvin's the only person I know that don't eat chicken. Okay. The rest of y'all, we having chicken. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. We're having chicken and yeah. salad. You don't want the chicken? Eat yeah. the salad. Get a veggie right. plate, vegetarian. Yeah. Ve- your vegan option is the salad. <laughs> your, the, the meat eating option is the chicken. And we're going to bring it out there either way. Now, if you don't want the chicken, rake uh, it on the side of the table next to you. And that's your vegan option. What? All right. Yeah, that's your All vegan right, option yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, have fun say at the salmon, wedding. Say salmon again. Salmon. <laughs> Coming up in 34 minutes after oh, wait, the hour. Hey, hey, hey. Ha, ha, hell. S-A-L-M-O-N. The L is silent. Or the G in lasagna. We'll lasagna got a G in it? <laughs> 34 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, a Pennsylvania woman opened an auto repair shop with an on-site nail salon. I think that's a brilliant, brilliant idea. She opened a what? She opened an auto repair shop with an on-site nail salon. Her name is Patrice Banks. She had a great job as an engineer when she had car trouble and realized just how little attention auto repair shops give their female customers. So she left corporate America and went to school to learn how to fix cars. Then she opened an honest auto repair shop featuring an on-site nail salon. She named it Girls Auto Clinic, and it's located just outside of Philadelphia. The auto techs don't just fix cars. They explain exactly what's going on with the car, and customers can get a fresh mani and pedi while waiting for their repairs. I love this. I think this is brilliant. Oh, so, man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Barbecue so house salon. Oh, yeah. I got it. <laughs> Barbecue house salon, boy. We got the barbecue and you get your half fixed same day, right there. <laughs> barbecue house salon. That that's not a that's like baps, that's right? That's like baps. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Now, you're gonna have a little yeah. sauce in your hair, but we're gonna fix you right though. We're gonna get you. Or a little try. hair in your sauce. Ew. <laughs> yes. It's not even what? So I gotta <laughs> ask the guys, would you go to a girls auto clinic? Would you go there? Would you go to the girls auto clinic? Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. It's keyword girl. That was it for me. Girl, I don't give a so damn if this car gets fixed. I don't care if she can it. repair or not. I go to girl go kart. <laughs> yeah, I love this. I'm glad. I'll go to a girl's prostate clinic. What the hell I care? <laughs> what in the world? You prefer. Once you say girl, that's pretty girls, much the one I want. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, much you, you know, once we coming, you know, the Girl. Girls Testicle Institute. We down what? there. <laughs> what the hell is we could, we're down there. You don't understand. You don't understand the power that women have. Yeah. We're coming. We, 
We're coming, Shirley. All right. Girls, I love it. I love girls it. Girls auto repair. Yes, yes. Yeah. So yes. you'll get your nails done while you're waiting to get your car repaired. Watch that girl change that off right there. Man, have my foot right up on that. Been over in the car. Down. Are you kidding me? You know how many men gonna be down there? Boy, girl. Yeah, you well. sliding up under that changing the oil on a rack? I, girl, what? Come on. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, yeah. Shirley. I just bought yeah. my car. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Down there still. <laughs> it's in the you shop. You got a new one. You be yeah. down Check there. it out. Check it out. So hopefully business is booming based on you guys at the Girls Auto Clinic in yeah, Philly. I so congratulations. Be there. Me ain't, me ain't going to be going out there. Yeah. yeah. Need you to look at that thing for me. But I know what she means, though, because you do feel a certain kind of way when you have to take your car in. You know, um, especially single women. There was a report out years ago that said black women were the lowest on the totem pole when it came to stuff like that. So that's, you know, I'm sure was one of the reasons as well that that's prompted great. her to we'll open her um, yeah to yeah, open we'll her auto business. clinic yeah, yeah I'm trying to get on first watch everything. yeah look yeah. at him listen to him Girl, I know I hear him yeah. I'm gonna need I'm gonna uh, excuse me is Brenda here today I was about to say <laughs> first name basis I said we're gonna get on the first name basis Lynn well what today. day does she come in my car needs working on with Brenda back on Friday I'll be back Friday can I get on Brenda's calendar I'm gonna need Brenda to do my car <laughs> okay, well, when is Shamika in? Not Shamika, you got backup. Brenda did Shamika. Sounds well, like we need gr- more girls auto clinics. We need you... to open up one, Carla. Okay, yeah. I ain't mad. Tell it. We be down there. Learn something Carla, you new can do every my day. Breaks. Yeah. You want to do my breaks, Carla? You can do my breaks. Okay, yeah. I'll do yeah. your breaks. Stop. Need to get on this gas pedal. That's how yeah. me and be down there talking. But talk. why, why do you talk like yeah. that, though? Yeah. Damn them brakes. You need to get on this gas pedal. Yeah. <laughs> you need to see what this accelerator can do. You need to get Did on this alternator switch. No, no, today. that's how me and going to be down there. Down there, yeah. all kind of turn. Yeah, you need to come on take a look at this carburetor. <laughs> so she'll yeah. need security, okay. Hey, girl, <laughs> hey. I got to that converter that got stolen. Hey, girl, you know anything about the exhaust manifold? <laughs> All right, yeah. coming up next, the nephew and the prank phone call for today, right after this. Got these spark plugs for you. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up about four minutes after the hour this morning, it's my strawberry letter for today, and the subject is right under my nose. We'll get into that in just a bit, because right now it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff, today? What you got? Oh, dear. Let me see what I have, Shirley. (laughs) Oh, let me search. I know. I have the NBA Pate, the NBA Pate. Cat dog, if you would, please. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm looking for Brad. Yeah. Hey, Brad, how you doing? This Poncho, man, I'm, I'm one of Marcus's boys. How you doing, man? Oh, yeah, hey, what's up, man? Hey, I talked to Marcus, man. He was telling me about, you know, the uh, the playoff party, man, for, for, for Sunday, man. So uh, he told me if it was cool that I would come through, man. I just wanted to call and, and holler at you, see if I could... I need to bring anything, uh, uh, food or some drinks or whatever, you know. You took you friends with Marcus. Yeah, yeah. This is Poncho, man. I'm friends with Marcus. Okay, yeah, that, yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, now nah, you don't need to bring unless, of course, you know, you you drinking something special. But uh, yeah, it's just gonna be me, Marcus, and uh, you know, a couple other boys gonna be here. And uh, you know, 
whatever you want to bring. It's BYOB. So, yeah, that's cool. Okay, okay, okay. What time y'all starting, man? He, he told me like around 1? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be here all day, but, you know, yeah, come on through about 1, one 2 o'clock, you know, just before the game gets started. We'll have a, you know, got the flat screen going, everything's going to be laid out. So, uh, yeah, just come on through whenever you come through. All right, just remember, man, Poncho, all right? I'll be there. All right, so got it. All right, cool. All right, peace. Hello? Hey, hey, Brad? Yo. Hey, Poncho again, man. Listen, r- real quick. How much how much food and, 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 and liquor do you have? Uh I, I think we got enough for for Sunday. What why what you got going on? What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got like three boys gonna ride with me, man. I just wanna make sure you got enough over there. Okay, who is this again? This Poncho. You know, we talked about thirty minutes ago. This Poncho. A uh, uh, Mark, Mark Marcus friend. Right. Right, okay. Uh, I remember I called you about 30 minutes ago, told you Marcus told me it was yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Phone me ringing, ringing back and forth. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's all right, but, you know, we ain't trying to overload the joint, man. Just, you know, I know Marcus, and if you're a friend of his, then, then that's cool. You can come yeah, through. Yeah, it ain't, man. It, ain't, it, ain't, I mean, it ain't but three guys, man. It ain't but three guys coming with me, man. They they, they, they real cool, man. We'll, 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 we'll bring something to put on your pit or whatever, you know? It'll, it'll be good. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's cool, man. But you know, yeah, yeah. Come on through, man. All right, all right, all right. I talked to you. I talked to you. All right, Brett. Wait, is uh, wait, is one of them Marcus? Is is one of the guys Marcus? Yeah. No, 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 no. I got it's, it's three guys. Me, I make four. You know, so like three other guys. Yeah, whatever, man. That's cool. Yeah, bring them through, man. Come on. It's fine. All right, all right, all right. Later. Hello. Hey, Brad Poncho again, man. Listen. Hey, I'm I'm gonna bring one more. Um, uh, I'm 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 gonna bring one more person with me, wait, dog. Hold, wait, hold hold hold, pump your brakes, player. Wait, hold up, hold the f- up. Now, what's up? You Marcus's friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, I'm Poncho. Yeah, okay. I know you Poncho, man, but you bringing everybody but the f- just go kid up and f- Marcus is cool with me. That's my boy. We go way back, and if you cool with him too, then okay, you can come. You know, I'm trying to have an NBA playoff game. You bringing the whole NBA with you? No, no, no. It, it, it ain't like that, man. Yeah, man. I mean, the place ain't that big. You know, my wife is going to be coming through here. And, you know, I, I got the house laid out. I told her I wasn't going to destroy the place. I just got out the doghouse like two weeks ago. I ain't trying to f*** that up. So oh, if you're oh. coming through, you come through. You know, bring one or two people with you. But that's it. Okay. All right. But listen, here's here, here what I decided. I, mean, I ain't going to bring them dudes with me. I'm just going to bring a little lady friend with me, man. Is that cool? I'm just going to bring a little lady friend. No dudes. Okay, that's cool. Now you're talking. Okay, because I know she ain't going to eat up a bunch of So come on through here with her and, you know, be done with it. That's fine. Right, right, right. I'm going to call Simone now and tell her, and tell her that, that, that she's coming with me, okay? What's her name? Her name's Simone. That's funny. That's my wife's name. Oh, okay, okay, no. okay. Maybe they'll hook up while, they, while we're watching the game. That'll be no, cool. she ain't going to be here, so I'll send her and her girls to get their nails done. Okay. Okay. So check this out, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna reach out to Simone and let her know that we're gonna we're gonna leave her and get over there like about one. And you say it's cool, right? Yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. That, that's a whole lot better than bringing a bunch of up in here, but. Uh, okay, okay, but yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now check this, man. Mine, uh, you know, my friend, she 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 married, you know, and 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 she wanted to get away from her husband for a minute, man. I guess they've been going through, so, you know, you know, just keep oh, wait, that on. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait, back back up there, back up. You bring in a married woman named Simone. What are the odds of that? My wife's name is Simone. Okay, well, dog, no, I mean, I, what, 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 this one, Simone, is, her last name is That's my last name. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait,
Okay, this this Simone is is light skinned. Yeah, you keep on describing her. She's light skinned, five right. one, short hair, got the alley cut. Yeah, that's, that's 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 that's. Oh, how long you been with my wife? I, I, hey, dog. Me and Simone been friends for a minute, man. It wasn't until like a couple weeks ago she reached out to me and said she was she was going through some some some. Oh, she reached out to you to tell you that she's going through some stuff with her dude. Well, I'm that dude. Okay, okay. How long okay, you been seeing my wife? Hey, man, you know, about a year, but who counting? You know what I'm saying? A year. That's about the time we started having some issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, come on over to this party. Hey, man, I'm sure we can try to, re- to figure this kind of situation out. No, 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 no. Pump your face. you my wife. Dog, I don't give a dog, about I, you. I don't give a about her either. I, and dog, you, are, I, you know, they say, you know what? I've always believed this. There are no mistakes up in this. Everything happens the way it's supposed to be. So it's funny how you call me. Okay, okay, listen, man. Listen. I'm how do you sure get this number? Can... My boy gave oh, no, me this number. No, 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 no,
All right, coming up next, the strawberry letter. The subject is right under my nose. And I'll tell you about the launch party for my new candle collection coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It is time now for the strawberry letter. But before we get into the letter, I want to let you know that I have a brand new candle line out. It is called the Love Collection. And you can go online to Love Shirley Strawberry and pick yours up. LoveShirleyStrawberry.com. It's just in time for Mother's Day um, next Saturday, May 7th at Phipps Plaza at a store called Merge Co. Merge Co., a black owned company right upstairs from the Gucci store in Phipps Plaza in Atlanta. Uh, I'll have my launch party from 1 to 4 p.m. Come on by, get your candles, see me, (laughs) and I can see you. And uh, it's going to be a great thing. Get your candles for Mother's Day. And I hope to see you there. Again, it's going to be next Saturday, May 7th, in Phipps Plaza at a store called Merge Co. You're going to love this store. It's in Atlanta, and uh, it's from 1 to 4 p.m. My love collection candles are out. Need everybody in the Atlanta area, please come through to Phipps Plaza upstairs above the Gucci store. The store is called Merge Co. And meet the lovely Shirley Strawberry and walk away with a few of her candles for gifts for Mother's Day. Thank you all. We'll see you next Saturday. Junior will be there. Yes, he will. With a camera crew. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you, Steve. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Carlotta. All right, here we go. It is time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to SteveRBFM.com, and we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Subject right under my nose. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 44-year-old man and my wife and I are legally separated and I'm facing legal charges because of her. We were married for three years and we have a newborn son that I'm not sure is my son, but he definitely could have my bloodline. My brother could be the father of my son. A year after we got married, he came home from the military and he stayed between my house and my mother's house. He and my wife knew each other before I met her. They're the same age and attended high school together. So I was comfortable with their relationship. I got too comfortable and allowed him too much access to my house and my wife. He's got six children by four women and my wife and I used to joke um, him about um, 
how trifling he was. Now, looking back, I think my wife was always curious about how good he was in bed, and she tried it out and got hooked. The crazy thing is, they used to have sex in my house, in my bed, on my sofa, everywhere. I put cameras in the house when I suspected something was going on. I didn't see them in the act of having sex, but the way they played around with each other was a dead giveaway. I saw her on camera with a long black nightgown nightgown on one morning when I was at work, and that was all I needed to see. I popped up on them, and he was sitting on my bed, and she was lying across the bed, unzipping his pants when I walked in. She jumped up, and he ran towards me to push me out of the room. We tore up the whole house, fighting, and she called the police. He went to the hospital and needed stitches in his eye. I can't believe they pressed charges on me. This has ruined my life, emotionally and legally. How do I move on and forgive them? Well, yeah, this is horrible. This your brother. All right. You know, you ask how you how do you move on and forgive them? And I have to tell you that forgiveness is literally how you do move on. But then again, after what you've been through, I don't see this happening anytime soon, if at all. I mean, these things take a moment. Betrayal is real. It's painful. It can really make you want to kill someone, especially when you catch them like you did. It, it doesn't get any closer than your blood brother, your blood brother, uh, who you admitted uh, let get too comfortable with your wife. And, um, you know, this is this is really crazy because he was in and out of the house. They knew each other beforehand. His wife was curious. You knew all of that. Um, uh, you know, now you have a baby that you thought was yours, and it might be your brother's who will be his daddy uncle if the DNA test comes back positive. Um, these are two very selfish people. It doesn't matter that he knew her first. That is your wife, and your your brother was really wrong and out of line. You know all of this. You're, I have no words for your wife. If you had slept with her sister, you would be paying for that for the rest of your life. She would never let you forget that. So take your time. I mean, this is going to be hard. I don't even you know, know what to tell you to forgive these people. Um, they need to drop those charges. I do know that. Um, they got what they deserve, stitches and all. I will tell you this, though. Remember that there are still very good women out there who will treat you right when you're ready for that. And I said all that to say, please don't blame all women based on what your trifling wife did to you. All right, Steve? I don't even really know what to say to this letter. This is yeah. so... Because, it, uh, you know, I was reading the letter all through it, and then when it got three-quarters of the way down, it took a real crazy turn. Mm -hmm. And right then, that's where the whole letter is, actually. The fact that you're 45 years old and your wife are separated, that don't really mean nothing. But you're facing legal charges because of her. That does. Married three years, got a newborn son, and you ain't sure that the son is yours. Why? Because you think it might be your brother. Now, right there, um, this letter is off to a real ugly start, right? And the year after they got married, he came home from the military, and he stayed between my house and my mama's house. And he and my wife knew each other before I met her. They're the same age and attended high school together. So I was comfortable with their relationship. And you say you got too comfortable, and you allowed him too much access to my house and my wife. Well, he was your brother. How could you know? I had right, two brothers. Steve. I got one left. I do. I could trust him with anything. Anything. Yeah. Hold, hold that thought, Steve. Um, 
Whew, this letter at 23 after, minutes after the hour. We'll come back with part two of Steve's response to today's strawberry letter right under my nose. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject right under my nose. This is a ridiculous letter right here. I feel for the dude that had to write this letter, but I'm telling you, I would have so much more to type in here if it were me. Uh, This is about betrayal of a brother. His brother came home from the military, staying between his mama's house and his house. His wife and uh, brother knew each other from high school, so he was comfortable. Obviously, he said he gave them too much access to each other, and he has a newborn son that he don't think is his because he thinks is his brother's. Are you kidding me? So now uh, he's got uh, six kids from four different women, and his wife and him used to joke with his brother about how trifling he was. She says, now looking back, I think my wife was always curious about how good he was in bed, and she tried it and got hooked. The craziest thing is they used to have sex in my house, in my bed, on my sofa, everywhere. I don't even know how you're typing this letter, bro. You better than me. I just, I'm just telling you, you just are. I put cameras in the house when I suspected something was going on. I didn't see them in the act of having sex, but the way they played around with each other was a dead giveaway. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. What is you squeezing her breast for? Oh. I know what that is. You sitting up there licking the back of her thigh. What what is what you think I think gonna happen? See, this is all play stuff that ain't sex, but you know what's gonna happen. You giving her a calf massage. Yes. With both her feet on your knee. Shut up, Tom. You really think we doing the calves? That's what you really think. <laughs> too way up. too familiar. You tickling the inside of her thigh. <laughs> That's funny, giggle, giggle. I saw her on camera with a long black gown one morning when I was at work, and that was all I needed to see. I popped up on him. Now, here's the part where the letter turned into what I don't understand. He was sitting on my bed. She was lying across the bed, unzipping his pants. Mm. When I walked in, she jumped up. He ran towards me to push me out the room. Now, right here, let's stop the letter right here. Let me get you a fact. Ain't nobody leaving this room. Mm. See this? He pushed me, came to push me out the room. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody leaving this room. Mm -mm. But if we are going to leave the room, here's where I start taking pride in the letter writer. We tore up the whole house. Yeah. I mean, we fighting. Now, here's where... She called the police. Okay, I got that. Here the part where I'm starting to swell up with pride. He went to the hospital and needed stitches in his eye. Ooh. The only thing I'm a little disappointed in is how he didn't need stitches in both his eyes. That's the only <laughs> disappointment. But I do understand you probably catching him with that left hook. Mm. I can't believe they pressed charges on me. This has ruined my life emotionally and legally. How do I move on and forgive them? I don't really know that I can forgive them right now. I don't know that I could. Right Especially now. my brother. My brother, man. 
uh, or my wife, but my brother, because I have a brother. I had two, and I, that bond, I could. My brother would never betray me under no set of circumstances, no matter what. So I don't even know how this happened. How do I move on and forgive them? Let me give you a couple of suggestions, bro. First of all, every time I see my brother, it's on sight. I'm talking about every time, and he know it, and he know it. All my brothers know me, and I know my brothers. It's on sight. You mean there will the be fight? no police in uh, Shirley mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My okay. brothers didn't play. They kept their word. When I see you, you better understand they meant what they said. So that's on sight. Uh, I'm not going to court. I'm not going to court. But if you do go to court, brother, you have the you have the strongest case of anybody. You have a man who is in your house, and you have a video of them in your house. You got footage of him playing with your wife. And then you and then you walk in on him sitting on the edge of your bed and her unzipping his pants. Whoa. You when you tell this story, who don't understand the fight breaking out? So legally you're not ruined. You're in fine shape. He can call the police all he wants. But this is your house. Yeah. See what happened in your house, it gets legal, man. And your brother wasn't on the porch. He in the house. Mm-hmm. Sitting on his bed. <laughs> you get a this paternity test. Mm-hmm. You get to do a lot of stuff, man. So stop thinking that your life is ruined legally because it's not. Mm-hmm. You in the right all here. Now, emotionally, I can't tell you how to feel. That's got to be a horrible feeling to realize that you were betrayed by two people in your life who you thought you could trust, your wife and your brother. That's a tough one, man. That's a tough one to get over. And now a baby might be your brother's baby. Like he need another one. He already got six. Yeah, and that makes seven for him. (laughs) All I can get out of this is every time I see my brother, it's on sight. That's all I can get out of this. Mm -hmm. All right, Steve, thank you. Leave your comments on today's letter. On Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, it is time for Sports Talk. What you got? All right, Shirley. Uh, but first, let me let everybody know that on June 4th, I continue this sickle cell mission to change the shape of sickle cell in Dallas, Texas at the Margaret Hunt Hill Bridge, the 5K Fun and Run Walk for Kira's Hope, the fourth annual year. We are still doing it, people. We want everybody to come on out. Go to kiershope.org. That's kiershope.org, K-I-E-R-S, hope.org. Thank you, everybody in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for the support you've given me over the years. We're going to do it again, man. Keep changing these lives. All right, Unc, man, listen, I... NFL draft is going on right now, man. I am just frustrated. I hate the draft being a Texas fan because we don't never draft nobody that anybody know. It's Y'all have a pick in the first round? I don't even know if we do, Wonk. I, I, I don't even watch it because I don't know who to play. Y'all got to, man. You man got, I, y'all we, gave we up to Sean Watson. Yeah, we probably got some picks on, but I ain't watching because I can't be a fan. I, I hate I – we be picking players from colleges that don't nobody know even had a football team. <laughs> I, we, we be picking people like Raymond Jones, defensive end, Atlanta Art Institute. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who? 
<laughs> Defensive end, they try to sell you on him. He's very, very good with his hands. He's very steady. He's a great – I don't even know these people. I, I didn't even hate it. Marcus Atlanta Jones, Art. left tackle, Duval Barber College. What? <laughs> what? That's hilarious. Who is this? Who is this? We ain't got nobody from Maryland, Purdue, Georgia Tech. No. Craig Peterson, quarterback, Tennessee School of Underwater Welding. What? <laughs> Who? That's funny, Junior. He ain't even about no water. <laughs> I just really, can't, I really can't watch that You're really dogging at your own city. You're really dogging at your own city. Hell yeah, I'm going to help him too. Tommy, man. Wow. Tommy, so you don't watch draft. So you ain't, so you try to tell everybody we draft. You heard of. Oh <laughs> you heard of. You're dogging at your own city. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to help him too. Percy Wingwright, cornerback for DeVry Motorcycle <laughs> Tech Institute. <laughs> you know it's going to be messy once he gets into it. <laughs> Percy Wingwright, <laughs> cornerback from DeVry Motorcycle Tech Institute. Come oh, <laughs> it, it, it ain't that funny, Come on, Junior. I got one for you. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Thomas Miles, safety from Texas A&M School of... <laughs> School of Arts and Craft Entertainment. <laughs> First black ever. Come on out, Tom. Drama. He's an Thank you, Junior. <laughs> and messy Steve. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, what would you do if your house was hit with over 600 golf balls? We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. A Massachusetts family was awarded $4.9 million after suing the Indian Pond Country Club in Kingston. The family's home sits on the golf course near the 15th hole, and it has been pelted by 651 golf balls in the four years they've lived there. Their windows have been broken at least 26 times, and the house's siding was damaged. The family's lawyer argued that it's really a safety issue for the family, and the judge awarded the family four. $4.93 million, $4.93 million, since the golf course failed to protect their home. The country club will change the layout of the 15th hole to avoid any more golf balls flying into this house. So that's the good news. And they got money, almost $5 million. I don't know how they got paid. I, I lived on a golf course at one time, on the first hole. My house got wore out. 
Did it? Yeah, it got wore out. Okay, when you decide to live on the golf course, you take that chance of getting hit. I don't know how you get paid like that. Well, that's what they told your black ass. Yeah, you probably you gotta be white. (laughs) Your black ass got them golf balls, man. You can sell them golf balls. That's what you can do to get the money. That's what you can do. For the repairs. Yeah. Mr. Dark Person. This is about race. That's what you can do. This This is all about race. Always about race. Boy, they took that white lady in there. She was crying in court and everything. They're ruining my home life. 26 women. They got pain and suffering. They got shock, all that. You sitting up in here. Throw another damn golf ball over here. I'm coming right out and whoop your ass. That's don't sound court, like he hurt. Hey, Mr. Evil, we'll see you in court, Mr. Anger Management. I'm going to kick everybody's ass down here in my court. Hit a little ball over here, I'll kill you. Okay, that's the difference. Should have took a white lady in the court like they did and had her cry. No, no, you in there threatening. See what happened with another golf ball? Come over here. Yeah, okay, okay. That guys are so angry. Yeah. Um, giving you nothing. I live on a golf course. <laughs> Tommy, I need to do do like he said. <laughs> on that anger. When you down. decide to move on there, you just get hit. That's uh, it. Carla, well, you you climb your fence, Carla. Go out there and just throw balls That's at your own house. That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Look at so, the damage. Uh, so let's let's reverse that. You guys are golfers. Have you ever hit anyone's home Hell while you were yeah. there? Oh yeah. You have windows. What? Hell yeah. Swimming pool, hit a dog, all kinds. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> Nothing happened. They no, didn't know that slice I used to have. Uh-huh. You was killing people. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. That was a man sitting on the balcony one time in and uh, uh-huh. on his deck uh-huh. up mm-hmm. the stairs. I hit this shot, man. I was so proud of this shot. And all of a sudden, uh-huh. it took that right turn that he used to take. Uh-huh. And heard bam, it. it hit the roof of the... A uh, balcony he was sitting on. Uh huh. He said, "Nice shot, guy." <laughs> I teed it up again uh-huh. and hit the exact same roof. <laughs> that's how committed I was. I thought that was the best stroke in golf I had. And after that, that's when I went to somebody and said, "Hey, man, how do I stop this ball from curving?" He said, "You're swinging over the top. It's not as severe." Because I don't oh. swing over the top as much, but I did it. But you still hit but, some houses, but, though. But you hit the house. Oh, he wasn't even Dog, mad enough. I didn't hit houses, swimming pool, cars. <laughs> Broke windows, right? right. Oh, dog, I didn't hit some stuff. I played some golf. I had a slice. All them houses on the right was in yeah. danger. So he didn't get mad or nothing off? He just said, nice you yell for- I mean, what can he do? I hit the roof of his house. I didn't okay. hit him, didn't bust the window. Oh, okay. but I, oh, that do you was yell it. for when you... Do you yell four when Nah, one see, when you hit a slice ball, surely you don't really know that it's going to be a four because uh, that's, it goes straight for a minute. Okay, Man. and then it takes that turn. <laughs> and okay. then it makes moving. a hard right turn. Ooh. Mine wasn't gradual. Mine uh, would be going straight, woo, then all of a sudden, arc, it just makes a right turn. <laughs> I ain't have time to holler for. Four means be aware yeah, there's an yeah. errant ball golf ball coming. coming your way. Oh, so people start ducking, covering yeah. their head and stuff. Mm. Have right, you ever been uh, hit by a in. golf ball, Tommy? No, I haven't. I've had a lot of close calls. Wow. <laughs> All right, well, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, Snoop is doing like you, Steve. He's got another TV show. We'll talk about Snoop Dogg's new show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Snoop Dogg... 
is getting yet another TV show. Uh, Snoop is the host of the new Peacock original series, So Dumb It's Criminal, okay? That's the name of the show. It's a show of comedy clips of criminals caught on camera and celebrities are cracking jokes about the criminals. It's basically like America's Funniest Home Videos, but all about criminals, all about criminals. So Dumb It's Criminal is now streaming on Peacock if you want to check it out this weekend. Congratulations going out to Snoop. Wow. Mm. He's getting a lot of stuff. TV commercials, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's taking a a page out of your hard-working book, Steve. Well, I mean, he's reinvented himself. Snoop Mm -hmm. has really, really done really well. Uh, I think him, Queen Latifah, LL Cool J. I think Ludacris has done a great job of it, of reinventing themselves. Of Uh course, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. It's been a lot of... Uh, Ice T, it's been a lot of hip hop stars, man, that flipped the script and showed their versatility and what all they were really capable of. Yeah. Really proud of all of them, man. They've done a great job, man. Jay Z. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like oh, this Jay-Z. would be a fun show you, to watch, too. Yeah. The king of the flip the script. <laughs> Jay Z. <laughs> oh, man, this boy right here. So, again, check out Snoop Dogg, So, Do- so Dumb It's Criminal, now streaming on Peacock. Congratulations, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather have the hiccups five times a day? B. Or would you rather urinate 20 times a day? Oh, I do that now. Uh, yeah, Pickle, I, I think B. Yeah, we already yeah, there. We already right there. How, how did I know you were gonna say that? Yeah. yeah. Man, you sitting up in there hiccuping. You know what that is? Ain't no way in the hell. I'm going in here and pee. I like it. Feel good. I can't work. I like pee. <laughs> yeah. What? I like pee. <laughs> I like pee. I, I go Man. pee on every commercial break on Family Feud. I gotta walk off this stage. Yeah. Cause man, I've I've stopped asking the question in the middle of it. And uh-huh. set the card down and walked off. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we taping. I got to go. At Georgia State the other night, uh-huh. it just went too long. I said, hold on. I got something for y'all. Took off. In the middle got of the lecture. Yeah. I ain't going to the bathroom. Right, right now. Fireside chat. You got to go right now? <laughs> if I don't go right now, this fireside chat finna get wet. <laughs> oh, get I'm going to put the fire if we stay up here any longer. All right, would you would you rather hear someone brag all the time or would you rather hear someone complain all the time? I'd rather hear the complaint. Complaining. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. then I can I can alter that. Bragging annoying. It's too annoying. Uh, <laughs> all the time? Yeah. It's Tommy every day after the prank. <laughs> We've been dealing with it for uh, 18 for that's years. Why we cho- that's why we choosing me. Every day after the prank, the praise and worship service that he goes through with his me. Did I do it? Am I all that? What y'all think? Ain't it great? How I feel? Give it to me. Give it to me. Your favorite, huh? Yes. Huh? Huh? Your favorite? What? Huh? (laughs) Ain't I that? What? Come on. Come on. Who you know? Yeah. One more time, Junior. Junior can do you. That right there, all that praise and worship. Anybody greater? Nobody greater. 
<laughs> Nobody <right>. greater. <laughs> Sean, greater right, than he. Okay. I'm talking about one. me. <laughs> Would you rather hook up with a stranger or hook up with the least favorite ex? And by hook up, you know what I mean. Hook up with oh, a stranger strange. or hook up with your strange. least favorite ex? A stranger? They're the same thing anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the same damn thing. It's stranger isn't it? Stranger now. She is yeah. a damn the stranger thing. to me. There's a stranger in my bed. The same thing now. Now you sing it to me. What's wrong yeah, with them you? The same people. There's a stranger in my bed. All right, we gotta go. Coming up. Oh, at 49 minutes after, it's our last funny, break man. of the day of the week, and uh, we'll have closing from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that could last for weeks think you're not at risk for shingles it's time to wake up because shingles could wake up in you if you're over 50 talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention all right here we are guys our last break of the day on this friday and of the week as a matter of fact and um yeah. it's been a good week Tommy. what it you is. got going on Tommy? man yeah. big step for you this weekend ain't it father it is. As a father, this is a big weekend. My daughter, Sydney, is headed to prom tonight. Headed Aww. to prom tonight. I'm a proud papa. She's an incredible student in school, headed to Texas A&M yeah. University. Me and her mama's alma mater. And uh, <laughs> tonight, is pro- tonight is prom night, baby. Okay. She, got, she, she going you might look over. You, you might look over your shoulder, and Daddy might be right there. I'm just telling you. I'm just, oh, I'm just saying, don't Daddy. Your child. I got my eyes. She on got it. Yeah. No. No. I got no. My go, eyes Tommy. On. Go. 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 But be yeah. in the background, though. <laughs> no. Damn that right here, no. sitting at the table. What y'all yeah. drinking? Don't embarrass yeah. her, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. I'm coming in a yellow boy? suit, standing out. Tommy, have yeah, you met the yeah, boy that's taking her? Yeah, good kid, real good kid. I can't, okay. I, I can't complain. He, he really is. He's a gentleman. He's uh, they both. That what surprised me. They pop up Sunday morning. Man, they headed to church every Sunday morning. I was like, whoa. Oh, that's a beautiful. Nice. I don't think I was popping up at 17 running to church. I don't think I was. <laughs> There's no way I could go down and explain to the Lord what I had just done said. At 17? <laughs> well, at 17 I could, but after that, yeah, anything from college on back yeah. was not church-worthy uh-huh. news. Right, yeah. I believe y'all. And we went, we went growing up every Sunday during yeah, the week we anyway. Sunday we school, we grew up all in of that. that. Yeah. Well, I was in college at 17. Right. I was too. So congratulations, Sydney Ann Miles. Daddy love you, yeah. baby. Congratulations hey, to you and Jackie. What a great job you guys did. Uh-huh. She's a beautiful child. Oh, it ain't over. Uh-uh. With that one. We, we got we got there's more. <laughs> oh, Tommy, Tommy, it ain't over with none of them. Oh, it ain't never anyway, over. I, I've learned I'm learning hey, that. No, it's not. Hey, my closing remarks is about faith. 
it's about the necessity that I've found that faith and the role it has played in my life. And in sharing mine, I hope that inspires other people to incorporate faith into your life. The basic understanding of faith is faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. Well, you can't see God. You can't see the future. You don't you don't ever know how things are going to turn out. Uh, you have visions of your dreams, but you're going to need a lot of help getting there. You're going to have goals in life, but you're going to need some assistance. All of this, you all, is where faith comes into play. The importance of faith in my life has been immeasurable, man. I just don't know how I would have made it without it. Matter of fact, I have no other explanation for people at times. Faith has allowed me to make it. I had a T-shirt I was selling at one point in time that says, faith don't make it easy. Faith makes it possible. See, when you have a faith and you rely on your faith, it doesn't mean it's going to be smooth sailing. Life is not set up that way. This is, this is life. Everybody's gonna get, gonna get dealt the cards of life. You're gonna have disappointment. You're gonna have some heartache. You're gonna have some accomplishments. You're gonna have some triumphs. You're gonna have some graduations. You're gonna have some celebratory moments. And you're gonna suffer some losses. You're going to grieve the loss of a loved one. You're going to yearn for things that you just don't see how you can get them. These things are called life. What faith allows you to do is stand through all the different phases of life. Faith allows you to get through the times when it don't seem like there's no way out. Because what did I say at the beginning? Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. So what faith does is it gives you a vision of a way out when you don't see no way out at all. Faith gives you the strength to stand and wait, to be patient, to weather the storm. Because through faith you understand that this too shall pass. That if I just hang in there, that God I did, that God I serve, He will deliver me. That's what faith gives you. Faith gives you the comfort to know that this that I'm going through is temporary. Faith will not allow you to accept the fact that it's over. Faith don't make it easy. Faith makes it possible. You have got to have faith. Incorporate prayer into your life. I don't know how you're doing it. I just, I just don't, man, because I did it for a long stretch of time in my life, and it was the worst period of my life. Somebody asked me, said, Steve, if you could go back to any age, what age would you go back to? I said 64. Well, dog, man, you 65. That's as far back as I need to go. You know why? Because my life is as good as it's ever been. And you know why it's the best? It's because I have the best relationship with God I've ever had. That's exactly why. I am telling you, man, he has taught me how to weather the storm. He has given me the belief in things that I cannot see. It doesn't matter to me anymore what they say about me. 
It does not matter to me what people think. It is my faith. Incorporate faith and it will change your life. Everybody, listen to me. Talk to God today. He would love to hear from you. And then watch what happens. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.